Welcome to What The Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Christelle Rubio, and I'm helping to share the stories of cool people doing cool shit, from fitness trainers to wellness coaches, entrepreneurs, and entertainers. We'll hear the behind-the-scenes journey, all the different ways we can take care of ourselves, and of course, we'll answer and explore the big question of, what does being fit mean to you? Well, hello. Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Chrissy. Oh, I didn't let you do it. That's okay. We just got you into it. You know I don't it. like to cuss. I know. I know. I didn't. <laughs> I'm honoring the space and the boundary that you've put forward. Look at us. <laughs> Look at us. Changed women. Four years ago, I made you come on the podcast. You're like, you're gonna say and fuck. And I had to read the fuck. <laughs> the fuck. I had to read the fuck. Okay, but the thing about you, Kayla, though, is... Kayla Pasquale is with us. First time on the podcast <laughs> as, a as a married woman with the last name. Welcome, Kayla. Thank you so much not for joining legally, me. Not legally changed. Yeah. But that's okay. No, it's okay. I also Illegitimately don't have, changed. I am also have an illegitimate name. I still haven't changed my last name from Grody. Oh. It, it honestly... It's such a pain. It's such a pain. It was on my to-do list for my Christmas break. And I was like, this is the last fucking thing I want to do yeah. when I'm on a break. So yeah. I'm kind of at this place, too. I'm like, it might get changed soon. It, it might, might not. not. It's okay. Um, like, socially, call, I'm Rubio. Like, right. that is what it is. Yeah. Legal documents, who the fuck cares? Yeah. Everyone, go buy whatever you want. Yeah. I'm definitely, I had the form filled out. Like, we got back. I was like, yeah, I'm going to fill out the form. I know where it is. Now I don't know where it is. But yeah. I, Goodbye. since we booked our flights to Europe, I was like, I'm for sure not doing no, this. No, you can't with a passport. Yeah. So you have to, change, have have to get a new passport. Yeah. Which I mean, I you think could. I you could, could anyways. You that's probably could. eight years old. So, yeah. Anyways, I know. Um, um, so, here we are, as you may have guessed it from the first couple of, <laughs> of minutes of aimless chatter. Aimless. We are yeah. here to talk about periods, blood. Blood. Well, but also all the things that come along with the blood. Mm -hmm. And really more so we're here to talk about, I think, at least the way I'm thinking about this is like hormones, mm -hmm. like yep. how those chemicals how we get there. in our bodies are sending messages to how fire off. Yes. yes. And how I can live to in harmony. support my hormone. Yes. Rather than battle against it or like question what's going on right you know, the, there still might be questioning like why why do I feel this way but I think definitely more clarity um, yes if you're a guy listening to this and you're like oh I'm gonna tune it on no you no. need to listen to absolutely because <laughs> you need to learn you're going to be if, you if thought, you're lucky if we thought we were clueless about what was going on seriously yeah about our own um, female anatomy. But mm -hmm. if you are lucky, you're going to be interacting with women in your life at some point. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's just something just like communal and like human mm -hmm. to under to want to understand what's going on with your partners, your yeah. family, your friends, because these are like the hormones that are that are and, and men have hormones too, mm -hmm. obviously. Like I think we'll we'll get into this, right? Men are 
are really geared more toward a 24-hour cycle where women have a 24-hour cycle, the circadian rhythm, and menstruating women, and a 28-ish day cycle. So Kayla and I have been (laughs) balls deep in this information. I will only speak for myself. I do want to know about your experience too because on my end, like this is... We're this is all I'm talking head about. Head deep. Yeah. This or, is like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I was thinking about my head underwater. Your head is <laughs> underwater with all the hormone information. Yeah. Cycle sinking information, balancing hormones, living in flow, all of those things. Mm-hmm. I'm consuming all, all based, any of my free time right now when I'm not <laughs> yeah. spent working or like leisure mm-hmm. is, is, Learning more about about this this topic. I feel very passionately about it. Yes. And in the realm of like learning about the cycle, but also just like self-improvement, self-love, like all of that together. Yeah. Yeah. I I look at this and we'll we'll get into it all. I know it might seem a little scattered, but we're just excited. Um, (laughs) I look at this really as like the ultimate form of biohacking for a woman. Yeah. Yeah. And people, yeah, people listening to this podcast are interested in their health and their wellness and what I've learned over just, you know, the month or so that we've been kind of in our mood, mm-hmm. not a mood, in our like deep entrenched research our and learning. Li- literature search. Yes. Education. It feels so good too to like learn something new. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm so yes. interested in it. <laughs> it's like taking notes. Like I, d- I did take we, notes. Yeah. It's when I'm highlighting the book, bookmarking pages, like mm-hmm. whatever. For people that are interested in their health and wellness... For women of menstruating ages, like if we are not paying attention to our cycle, we are missing, we're we're missing the plot completely. And so much of these kind of health and wellness diets, exercise routines won't matter unless you have this figured out. Like it's like if you're not sleeping well, if you're not cycle syncing, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you're wondering why you're throwing all these balls into the air and mm-hmm. things aren't landing where you were hoping they would when mm-hmm. seemingly everything else is going into place. And you truthfully. are putting in so much effort mm-hmm. and you are trying so hard. And I say you and I'm like, me. me. That is what <laughs> I have been doing yeah. for the last decade plus. plus yeah. Thinking that I'm I'm doing it with the intent of like, this is how I'm supposed to take care of myself. This is going to optimize my well-being. Mm-hmm. We'll get into all this, but intermittent fasting, working out really hard all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, this... It, eating this, a I, certain way. Yes. Or eating the same way. Basically... Sleeping pad, like Living like a robot. Yeah. Like I... Like I a mean, man. Like a man. Living like a man. <laughs> and as not ever, I have never... Felt or like uh, aligned or like gotten results, so to speak, that I thought I should have gotten by following the rules. Yeah. The yeah. rules that have been set forth from us, right. for us, for a population that we are not. Correct. And to say that, you know, for the rules, quote unquote, you know, we'll get into this as well, but like the study, the research, everything that has been done on certain ways of exercising, working out, eating, most of it has been done on men. And for legal reasons. Yeah. There was a law passed that said that they couldn't conduct major research mm -hmm. on women of childbearing years 
because they could potentially be pregnant and then there would be a danger to the unborn baby. And so they have eliminated women from research. Like, like a hundred, they just have. So all of these scientific findings or these research findings, these study findings coming out. Yes. True. For men who are the research subjects. Mm -hmm. Not on women. Not true for women. And in some cases, exact opposite. So before we get into everything, we're so excited. How did this come about? Because you started this journey for me. It all started with one podcast. podcast. Yeah. It was um, Alyssa Vitti. She was on the Well-Fed Woman, right? You, the first that one you the sent one? me was Live Purely. It was the Live the, it was, Purely yep, podcast okay, yep. with Alyssa Vitti. Yeah. So Alyssa Vitti was on uh, Purely Elizabeth Granola. Okay. Um, uh, Elizabeth, whatever her name is, has a podcast and she was on this podcast. Wait, I sent you one before that too. You that was like the, the egg, egg quality y- diet. Yeah. yeah. So that kind of got us, that like, kind of got us talking to yeah, begin with. Yeah. And that one was a little bit more harnessed in like trying to get people to follow this very specific almost kind of triggery like mm-hmm. rules r- yeah diet quality for diet. but that opened both of our eyes to I think the idea that you are not your eggs are not all you know 33 34 35 years old and you can't ha- you don't have anything to do with right. what their current we, quality is we've been told and w- that you have all your eggs from birth yep. that you're ever going to use yep and through a really competitive no process to them, you're just that's what you're stuck with. Yeah, and you'll release them as you release them, and yeah, most Good of luck. them, most of them will never be used. Yeah, so but, that diet kind of touched yeah. on certain things, aspects of your diet you could improve to improve the quality of your eggs. Right. So, so then, that that thought is not true. Like you can have yep. an it, your lifestyle mm-hmm. does impact the quality of your eggs, yep. even though you have all of the eggs that you're ever going to have yep. already yep. in your body. Right. Yeah. So then from there, I found Alyssa Vitti on that podcast as well. So we both listened to that. And then I found her again on um, Well-Fed Women, um, who that might have been the egg quality diet too. Mm. Um, and I sent it to you. I just like kept sending. Like yes. our thread is just like In Spotify. for 2023, ascending podcast is a love language. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Especially if they're about. And we will we'll post and link all of these we're talking about. So the so the first one that live purely podcast with Alyssa Vitti, we'll mm-hmm. we'll link that. I'll link the yeah. egg diet one too if yeah. people are interested. interested. Yeah. So then we both were like, oh my gosh, we have to get this book because she talks I, about two yeah. of her books in the podcast. The first one is Women Code, and that kind of explains just. Actually, we didn't read that one, Mm-mm. but my understanding understanding is it explains overview of hormones cycles. You know what could go wrong, why certain, you know, symptoms may arise for this, that, or the other. And then the second one that we both have, and we've both pretty much, I would say, I've at least skimmed from front to back. I haven't like gone in depth in certain <clears throat> sections yet, but we've pretty much like gotten through it and it's called In the Flow. In the Flow, F-L-O. And the t- the the uh, cover of the book reads, a 28-day plan working with your monthly cycle to do more and stress less. Yes. So in this one, she specifically goes through basically, as you said before, the biohacking or, you know, the optimizing per, you know, your day-to-day, your lifestyle, your food, your, your sleeping, your exercise based on the specific phase, phase of the cycle that you're in. Yes. Yeah. And so she 
talked a lot too. She suffered from PCOS, mm-hmm. and she was pretty much given a diag. She had she was over two hundred pounds. She had cystic acne on her face, her chest, her back, um, like body hair on her, mm-hmm. but or like hair on her face. It yep. was like all terrible periods, or like wasn't menstruating at at all. Um, she was, you know, doing everything that she could to lose weight and she could not lose weight and she bounced around doctors. It's mm-hmm. probably a pretty common story. And they were just like, man, man, I don't know. I don't know. Or you have PCOS. Here's hormonal birth control. There's no cure. We can manage your symptoms. You probably won't be able to get pregnant. Yep. Like there you go. Yep. And something in her, she was already at John Hopkins, I think, um, I went like she was already like in a med like studying I medicine. So, yeah, 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 yeah. But something in her really kind of sparked, and she was like, "This is not my path. Mm-hmm. Like this is not." So that led her to dedicate her life to researching and learning more about how hormonal function mm-hmm. pretty much impacts. Not only this was what I was really drawn to as well, because maybe you're listening, and you're like, "Yeah, okay, well, I don't have." Uh, you know, I menstruate regularly. Yeah, maybe I have some bloating here and there. Like, maybe I have cramps, but like, I'm fine. You know, like, yeah. I feel okay in terms of, or I don't care about having kids or, you know, whatever the story is. Mm-hmm. And really, like, hormonal function and balance, like, it plays a critical role in every mm-hmm. biological process yeah. in your body. And she goes on to say, I think, you know, if you are not, every time you are not ovulating, or like, you know, you're having a period as it's intended, it is you're like your greater increase for dementia, mm-hmm. greater mm-hmm. increase for cancer, heart disease, like yeah. all of these. Because it's not just you're not having a period, you're not ovulating. There's something systematically, enzymatically going on in your body, the reason you're not having mm-hmm. that regular period. And it is a health, like your cycle. A sign of health, yeah. And, and you know, what it looks like, how it operates is a direct correlation to like your overall health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is so much Down more to, to me like, than, you know, the contents of your, you know, menstruation, like yeah. what it looks like, the quality, the length, like right. different things. So yeah, not it's, to, it's, yeah, it's everything. It's yeah. so much more to me than like, I just don't, you know, want to have like a bad period or whatever. Like yeah. this is like for your life. Yeah. So, yeah, that's who we're so talking about. We yeah, in the flow, Alyssa Vitti, this is like who is kind of, we're, we're consuming a lot of different, I would say, I want to hear how it's going for you, but a lot of different types, but they're all pretty, every different type of source of source, this information is saying the same thing. Pretty consistent. Yeah. There ha- and like using the same analogies of the different phases being the seasons mm. and, you know, we both have been resonating with that a lot. The, so much. The, the seasonality approach to that. So, you know, in terms of like our background, so like that's how we got into it. Why did we get into it? Yeah. We why both, did you get into it? It's been, I mean, it's been a over two year kind of journey for me, regulating my cycle again mm-hmm. off birth control. You and got off birth control two years ago? About that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, I had gotten on birth control 10 years ago for a lot of the same reasons we all had terrible headaches terrible cramping, terrible periods. Mm. Um, and it was kind of the, okay, yeah, here, you know, go on this. You're yeah, going to college. Quick fix. But yeah. This, you know, whatever. And throughout the course of the 10 years, like, or maybe, I don't know how long, whatever, how long have been, whatever, that doesn't matter. I'd been in and out of different types, you know, every, mm. it, it's interesting to me that like when I, cause I would also get a migraine with aura 
which is generally a contraindication for being on the pill. Increases your risk for stroke. Mm. So I got off of the oral contraceptive and switched to something else. But then it was like I would get this host of other symptoms and like Mm. notice all these other things. And it was like, this isn't right. And so then, you know, at what point, you know, as a practitioner, are you like, okay, like, there's something else going on. I mean, we should look like into your those background things. was kind yeah. of like something does. Yeah. And you, have you always felt that with your cycle? Like something was just not feeling right. Was there any point in your life where it was like this is a this is a no, this is a non-issue for me? Like I'm not thinking about it. It's coming. It's going. I'm living my life. Whatever. Yeah, because at one point, I was on this uh, this medical trip when I was in graduate school, and I was there with a bunch of doulas nurse practitioners, people mm. like OBs in the health space. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like, yeah, if your period sucks, just take it, take your pill all the way through. Never have a period. You, right, because you you medically don't need, need to have a period, period if you're on the pill. Yeah, because they only, you're not having a period on the pill. You're not having a period. You're yeah. having a withdrawal plate. So yeah. at that point in my life, I was like, well, this is great. I'm not having a period at all. Yeah. So at that point, that was great. Mm-hmm. But I, right. I don't, but then I think I felt like this is weird. Like mm. I Like deep down a little bit. Yeah. I was like, something's not right about this. Yeah. And I mean, you know how OB gen appointments go. You're in there and this is not, you're in there for no, no time at all. And so I don't think I was ever given the resources or the information to like learn more about things other than like, here's a pamphlet on this one or that one, not on like, here are other options. What was your experience when you started your period? How old were you first? Do you remember? Uh, Maybe like 12. Okay. Yeah. I was in eighth grade, so I was probably 12 or 13. Uh-huh. I think it was in seventh or eighth grade. I yeah. Think. And do you, do you remember like what your thoughts or your feelings were? Like, were you excited? Were you like, shoot, now I got to deal with this? Was it like, oh, gross? I don't know. Like, do you have like a general I, sense of... I remember being, it was more, it was less anticlimactic than I remember because mm. you just kind of went to the bathroom and you're like, oh... There it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And periods and, and tampons and all those things were actually pretty well discussed in my family, like at mm. the dinner table, because yeah. my mom had worked for P&G for millions yeah, of years. Yeah, right. This is, worked with this toxic, is the bread and butter yeah. business. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they were like- Consumer packaged goods. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'd walk in, the, in my house and there'd be like, you know, a bin of them. Um, she worked with toxic shock syndrome and yeah. researching, you know, the ins and outs of that. So yep. it was like, this was talked about. This was not shied away from. It was like, how was work? Well, today we, yeah. you know, so it was kind of like, okay, yeah, cool. It's here. Right. That okay. type of thing. Yeah. So I think, I mean, through high school before getting into college, I don't remember it being like terrible, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, it was just kind of a thing. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I, well, it was really <laughs> ridiculous for me because With I had li- Katie? no, I had know. lied that I like all my <laughs> friends had started their period before me or most of them had, and so I lied and said I had started mine. So when I actually did start, like I couldn't <laughs> have a moment <laughs> with my friends. <laughs> but uh. I re- I do remember like I remember my 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 pretty vivid memory is that. When it started packing tampons, like I know through that period, you didn't have it just to be like, I used to go before I could start school, before I was old enough to go to school, Uh I would go stand at the bus stop with all the other kids who were going to school and tell them that my bus was coming later. (laughs) 
And then everyone would get on the bus and I would just wait for the bus to go and I would walk back home with my book bag. <laughs> my book bag on the wait for the next day. Do it all I know, I have a psychopathic brain. Um, no, anyway, so I remember that when I first started, it, I, like when it came, it was my pants or I wiped or whatever, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is way more brown than I thought. Like that was because I was expecting like bright, red, like gushing, you yeah. know, a flow. Put that, a stopper up yes, there. Yes, <laughs> yes, that it like wasn't ever going to stop. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is like brown and this is not, like it just was yeah. not. I think it just lends itself to how little knowledge and information, yeah, yeah. at least in, from my experience, that was shared. Right, right. I kind of feel like I had this general sense of like, now you're a woman, but it wasn't like cel- it wasn't necessarily celebratory. Um, and you know, it was exciting because it was like something new. new. But yeah. but beyond that, and I didn't have like anyone really tell. Yeah, Grandma Katie did not use tampons; she only used pads. And I remember, so I just started using pads mm-hmm. to begin with, yeah. and that was fucking terrible. Yeah. Do you remember? I can just remember. <laughs> it's actually the extra long ones. The extra long ones that would go up your butt crack, and you would, so when you would take it's them like, out, you would have them, like, it's, like, folded in. It was, like, literally from, like, tip to tape, like, <laughs> a complete diaper. Diaper. And there was, like, and there like, was, like, that you, blue. If you filled that whole thing up, that you should have been to the- Right, uh, right. I don't know, but there would be that. Da- yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it, it was bad. But then when I tried, the first time I tried to use a tampon, I did not understand. I didn't even, I think, know that there was like a vaginal hole, I don't think. <laughs> I, did, I didn't put the. I shouldn't the, laugh because, yeah. I didn't put the tampon in the vaginal, in the in the vagina. I just put it like between the labia <laughs> as if that was, <laughs> was going to do anything. And so. Then at cheerleading practice, I have this tampon just sitting there <laughs> and I have the, the Sophie shorts that you rolled down, you know, exactly the, cl- the yeah. cotton Sophie shorts that you rolled down the elastic band to your hips. Everyone um, sees your string. Oh, it fell out. <laughs> it fell onto the ground. The tampon did during <laughs> cheerleading pra- tryouts. It was not even, pra- I didn't even make the team. I did oh. not make the team. I should say. <laughs> I was probably like, this bitch can't even keep her tampon <laughs> in. She cannot be a cheerleader. Um, but then my mom t- told me how, and I was like, okay, don't like that. I'm going back to pads. <laughs> <laughs> Diaper me up. Yeah. I, I had yeah. pads and then I don't, I don't remember when I, I think it was when I start maybe like, Maybe later winter of freshman year because tri- cheerleading tryouts was like fall. This yeah. is later when I started swimming uh-huh. and I had my period. Then I was like, "You gotta use a you tampon. There's yeah. no way you can do anything else. You can't free bleed in the pool." Yeah, seriously. <laughs> then there's like shark attacks and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, but then I've just always used a tampon. Yeah. Do you use yeah. a tampon? Do you mm-hmm. use a cup? Mm-hmm. Just tampon. Tampon. Have you ever used a cup? No. I tried one time. People love the cup. People do. I've Girlies, like, I, w- I would love to hear everyone, you know, what yeah. do you, people, period underwear? I want to know about that. Oh. Not, I mean, you have your period underwear, which is your period stained underwear. Yeah, that what's you, the first one? They're like period, they're like, I, I don't, I don't know how they work, but they're like, they absorb. So you just wear underwear when you're on your period, or maybe it's like your lighter days. One of our girlies has done it. It might be Natalie Jones. If let me know who you are, but but <laughs> are you sure she wasn't talking about the latter? No, no, okay. she they're called like oh. like thinks or something or something. Hmm. 
You haven't seen them, Kayla? No, now I'm going to get them, but let's see real quick. So, yeah, but but I'm really interested. I would love to know, because a whole part of this conversation, too, which we'll, we'll, we deviated a little bit from why we get into it, and we're going to come back to it. Don't worry, I won't forget. Um, the whole point of this, too, is that this is, like, a lot about, you know, claiming a, a feminine power type of thing where we can talk about this, and it's not weird or taboo, and it's, like, honestly amazing and magical, and we're, like... The creators of life, not creators, but the, I mean, yeah, kind of creators of life, the the bearers of life. You're looking at the period underwear right now, your okay, face is. Well, I Googled period underwear for girls and. For girls. <laughs> that was the suggestion, so I clicked it. Lululemon has a sponsored Discover Period Leggings Rise to the Occasion. Okay, see, this is great. This is really positive, period positive talk. But I just, my app's not working, but I tried to search. Sorry, we can't find what you're looking for. Yeah, I doubt it. But yeah, I would love to know what everyone, how everyone else uses, how everyone manages their flow. Some people, so the people love the cup. Mm-hmm. I know girlies love the cup. I tried the cup. It was... Thanks. Thanks, yeah. I tried the cup and it was... It was too. It was too much of a mess for me. I don't think I did it right. I'm, I wasn't comfortable. I'm sure I could practice and become comfortable, but honestly, I, I use 100% cotton tampons. What are you Shop looking sleep shorts. S's were always hard for me. Shop sleep shorts holds up to five regular tampons worth. Bye bye nighttime leaks. Wow. So maybe this is interesting. I don't know. They tight. I don't want to sleep in tight short. They've got the brief and they've got the bikini and the shorty. Are they tight though? They've got to be. Some of them are tight, but the shorts aren't. How would that not get everywhere? (laughs) I don't know. We'll need to look more into that. But anyway. um, Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So that was kind of, that that was like, that's just kind of where we're coming coming from from period wise. Um, I, I would also say that I have not been on hormonal birth control. I think maybe the, in college, I would, I, I went like a couple months on it, and mm-hmm. then I was like, I'm not having sex, and I never had to go on it because of a like symptom. I, I had crampy sometimes, but like nothing that was anything to write home about. Right, I, I right, kind right. of chalked it up as like this is normal. Yeah. Um, we know now, like any symptom that we have, bloating, cramps, fatigue. Uh, acne, bowels, yeah, period poops, all of these things, headaches that we mood swings that we think of this is just part of being a woman and having a period are all all symptoms of hormonal imbalance. Mm-hmm. Um, so this isn't just for people that have PCOS, you know, I have mood swings, mm-hmm. I have yeah. bloating, I have cramps, and that enough for me is to say, okay, I'm this is I'm not totally like in flow, right. but. Yeah, I didn't really do hormonal birth control that much um, here and there. Maybe the longest time it was a year, but I don't even know if it was that. And then I pretty quickly got on uh, Paragard, hmm. okay. which yeah. is non-hormonal. I did that for four years, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Had to get rid of that because it migrated and moved. And then since then, which was maybe 2019, I have just been... Um, like like tracking my cycle. Yeah. 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 Um, you saying all that also reminds me, you had Anna Rose on not long ago. That was yep. also another conversation that like yes. spurred me to like, 
learn more, do a deep dive. Yep. So shout out and refer to that episode. Yes. And then Anna came on and she referred to the book, The Period, Period Repair, Repair Manual, Manual. Yeah. which I also bought. And I, I didn't, you know, it's all kind of divine timing, right? Yeah. Things happen. Yeah. So that, that really started. And I've been pretty period positive on here for a while because mm-hmm. I've been trying to figure out my own yep. mood. Mine is mood yeah. related, which as I learn more about your cycle and the hormones and what's going on, it makes so much sense. To me, learning about this and applying it to my own life feels so natural and intuitive mm-hmm. and it just like you will probably hear me say it, it just makes sense to right. me start listening and stop fighting what's yeah going on. it's like your body's been talking to you it's been telling you what it wants and we've just been i, mean, I have been living like a robot do the opposite yeah and I have been living with this mentality that you push through, you have willpower, you have motivation, you have discipline, mm-hmm. no matter at any point, it doesn't matter what day of the month it is. I would, I would like laugh at people that would say like, I'm about to start my period. I'm feeling tired. I'd be like, I don't care if I'm feeling tired. Like I had a workout scheduled on my calendar, right. a high intensity boxing. I'm not going to miss that scheduled right, workout right, that I did. Right. right. And like, if I go to this workout, I'll feel better, which, and a lot of times you will, but the type matters for sure. And the timing matters. Like, yes, it all matters. I would eat the same, you know, I would be on yeah, this thing. Eat of the eating. Same thing every day. And then, yeah, I didn't even realize that in your luteal phase, your energy needs quite literally documented increase to the 300 calories a day because your body is quite literally preparing. If there is a implantation or a, Fertilization. Yeah, fertilization yeah. of this egg, we need to prepare to get this body yep. pregnant. Like yep. things yeah. are going on. No, it's it's crazy. So that, so this way it feel it feels like, you know, and I'm working on so much with Logan around like how do you feel? Mm-hmm. Tapping into a feeling, getting mm-hmm. you know, shifting from this productive doing robotic, like I made a plan. I got to stick to it. I've got to just drive forward with my ambition no matter what. Like releasing that and bringing in like softness and gentle and gentleness and and listening and feeling. So this is like just totally up my alley. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, like I, I, I kind of had to go through this grieving process of like I thought that I was doing the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that I, you know. I was being healthy or, or whatever, and I, my intention was there, and that was good. But like, I was not—I have not been serving my body, and I really want to like start the recovery process right, of that. Right, right. And I think again, like, we just didn't know. No, it's—I I give myself grace. Yeah, I did not know. Yeah, because I also like—I went through—I don't know how many years of school when I took how many biology classes and probably mm-hmm. learned. 85 different times the cascade of hormones and the different things that happen when you're on your cycle. Yeah, I know this is when the progesterone rises and that. But, like, never did we ever talk about, like, this would coincide with these sorts of things. Right. Or these specific nutrients are most, you know, at yep. need at those times. Like, never. No. Never. It's not, it's, it's getting it's gaining popularity. Yeah. I think we both want to further the conversation. Yeah. and. I had, you know, as I started to get into this and it, it really lined up nicely that my cycle was pretty much starting with again the first of with, the year, the, yeah. with the new yeah. year. Yeah. So 
that was cool because there are natural feelings in the follicular phase mm-hmm. that it is a new, new yeah like it's a new chapter you're open to new things you're willing to get into it your energy's yep. rising you know all yep. those things that supported yep. me getting on this journey and I thought well I'm gonna wait a couple months you know I'm gonna wait and see like how I feel and what it's doing like for me. data. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Make sure I kind of have my arms around this. And then once I'm like in this more healed spot or like yeah. more arrived place. Then you can talk about then it. Then I'll come and share it and we'll talk about it. And we'll, I'll reference a second podcast, um, Glennon Doyle's We Can Do Hard Things. The episode is Glennon's Diagnosis and What's Next. It came out... Um, just around the holidays mm-hmm. um, and seemingly unrelated. It's not, not about <laughs> cycle syncing, but, but it's so related also. But so related also. Yeah, yeah. And and I, I'm going to share, I'll share this link, link this podcast too, but it was really powerful for me. It was really all about Glennon's diagnosis with anorexia. And she had thought that she was bulimic for most of her life. Mm-hmm. And she gets this new diagnosis and, it's just kind of, you know, there's a, a a lot going on for her. And she just like really talks through that. And I just related, I mean, I have not been formally diagnosed with an eating disorder, but it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that I've had disorder and eating habits since, you know, they probably started when I was 18, 19, mm-hmm. probably even before that, like in high school, it's but really took up. off in my freshman year of college. And, um, it's so much centered around this like need for control, mm-hmm. right? Like that 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 we can really like have control. Then that is subconsciously or consciously seeking approval from yes, you, yes, every, ourselves uh, and uh, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> every anyone else that's that's not ourselves yeah. because, um, but us also ourselves. Yeah. You know? Oh no! But for, but so yeah. much of my identity has been like tied into like, did I do it right? You know, mm-hmm. like. Am I doing it right? And Versus for whatever how do reason, I feel? For, for whatever reason, doing it right looks like a thin body. Mm-hmm. If I have a thin body, then I'm doing all of the things right. And then I will feel good about and myself. And then I will feel good about myself. Yep. And she talked about in this podcast this like how this the the world we live in just loves a before and after, mm-hmm. right? This is what it was before, and now here you are arrived and healed and whatever. And there's not a lot of documentation of like the messiness, the journey in between. Yeah, yeah. So that when I heard that podcast, it opened up a lot of things for me, but really it was like, let's just talk about this now as we are learning, mm-hmm. you know, when this episode comes out, um, will be a cu- just a couple weeks, at least for me, a couple weeks into really applying this. So my, my last period started on December 28th. Okay. And so, and so I stopped bleeding probably like the 30th was my last, I only bleed for a couple days. So the 30th, like the 31st I count as like cycle day one. So one, two, three, four, five. So I'm like 10 days in right now. Okay. Yeah. Um, it feels like it's been so much longer than 10 days, honestly, cause I've probably just, I've been listening to like things nonstop and reading nonstop. Um, but I was thinking like, okay, you know, this step, this, we're, we're still learning. We're still trying to figure, figure it out. out. And, and we're not experts yet. We're not experts. <laughs> no. Um, but 
we thought that it would be a good idea to kind of like show the in-between moments, not just the before and afters, um, to bring you along and just to give people an opportunity to like catch up and join. Because I think this is one of those things that is best lived in community, Mm -hmm. like other women sharing their experiences and like just normalizing normalizing it yeah and it's so i see it so much of a lifestyle Mm -hmm. shift yeah this is like not you know oh i've got to get my meal plan together and find out what foods fit into each phase and like plan my workouts according like this is so much more about just like you know getting in tune Mm -hmm. yeah totally yeah and like i don't know i'm I really want to start having kids soon. And I feel like this is only going to help that process mm-hmm, for me. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you are, st- you are doing this. Yes. Because after years of battling. Battling and not having a normal, like basically not, I mean, since coming off, I haven't had a regular cycle. Since then, I don't think. Yeah. And I had gone kind of the traditional route, had met with my OB and been like, what's going on? What's uh-huh. happening here? Yeah. And so we did tests, we did scans, uh-huh. like... Oh, yeah, okay. All sorts of things. And I... We did labs, which now I realize was just like the biggest waste of money because mm. we did one lab draw from one day. Oh, right. A You're- day and yeah. who knows what day of my cycle I was in. Right. So you get these hormone labs back and you're like... Oh, yeah. It, like, they literally say, I forget what it even says, but, it, like, depends on the day. It's like, that's the other reason. Normal range. Right. So I am now very, and, like, they were like, yeah, based on this, you're fine. I'm like, okay. Mm. Okay, but that's I'm not literally having a like, period, they so. Were, so the answer was literally, if you want to go back on the pill. I was like, no. Yeah. Bye. bye. Yeah. Um. So now I am very interested in potentially doing a Dutch test. What's Which a Dutch test? I don't know if they talk about it in either one of those. No, I haven't heard of it. Either of these podcasts. But I know Evie Takas mm-hmm. does this a lot. She actually, if you go back to the very, very beginning of, um, it's not holistic with her podcast. Um, health in Motion. Health in Motion. She does a lot of good explanations about the period, about the cycle, about mm-hmm. being on hormonal birth control and what that means. Um, and I don't know if she talks about the Dutch test in any of those, but it was, I forget if it was Evie or someone else recently was talking about it and it's urine samples you collect throughout the course of the day. Interesting. So you get morning, afternoon, like Mm. all sorts of readings Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it gives you that full picture of what, you know, your hormones are cascading throughout the day. And I think they typically do it on like day 18, Mm. I want to say of your cycle. So you should. After ovulation. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyways, give you that full picture of what things look like. So I'm very now more Mm -hmm. so interested in doing things like that to figure things out. But, um, you know, to be fair, I think, so I think I came off during COVID. So there has never not been a period, been a time period in this phase where I haven't been extremely stressed um, Mm -hmm. or maybe doing... Literally last January at this time, I was doing a 5K a day challenge where every day we were we training about for this. high rocks. We were training for high rocks. I was running um, five miles, no, three miles a day for this challenge. I, pr- I was pretty much doing, uh, for a period of time, I, was, I would run every morning yeah. about two to three miles a day. Yeah. 
So cortisol was just like every morning, pounding, pounding, pounding. Like my body quite literally thought I was in a state of, you know, fleeing from a mm-hmm. beast. Mm-hmm. A beast. Um, and the beast, the beast was me. is a no, patriarchal society. And, you know, I, there was never a phase when I went down like to an alarmingly low weight or was like concerned for, you know, because I was, I, I, I've been eating well. I've been nourishing my body throughout all of that. But there was never a point where I was like so, so low. And that's just to show like, it could be as simple as like one little thing is, is, is I shouldn't say one little thing, but one component of the piece, even if you're doing everything else right. So yeah. anyways, there hasn't been a time period when there hasn't been like a lot of stress from COVID or work or, you know, preparing for a wedding or just different things where I've just been like calm and collected and like mm. listening to my body in the mm-hmm. right way. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've, I've gotten down to a, regular for me cycle, but it's mm. still been met with longer than normal. And the cycle length is longer yes. than normal. And normal is about 28 days. days. Yeah. Yes. But it so, can be anywhere 28 to 30 or yeah. yeah, shorter or longer, but so, and I'm still, you know, I, we both work with Allie Trevi for acupuncture and different yeah. things like that. And I do think a lot of it one thing that Allie and I keep talking about for me personally is the different cheese in our body and having stagnant chi and stagnant flow. And a lot of my flow has been kind of constricted. She would actually feel my pulse and she mm-hmm. could tell based on my pulse that there was a rhythm on one side of my wrist that was yeah. like, that one's moving a little bit slower. Mm-hmm. And some of that related to, you know, the chakra and the mm-hmm. self love mm-hmm. and the embodiment of that coming out for mm-hmm. me. So, you know, that's been a journey and putting in the work with, with certain things like yeah. that. Um, but so, yeah, all that to say, you know, again, down the road, I would love to have children. Mm-hmm. And again, not to say that neither one of us at this point in our lives couldn't based on what we've got going on. Sure. But, you know, it again, it just makes sense. It just there's this like innate pull to just understand ourselves better and yeah. not not fight what's going on, what yeah. our body is, you know, telling us. You so. really triggered some thought in me just now you said about like self-love and, and that is, I think really the biggest why mm-hmm. for me here is that it just feels like we talk about self-care and taking care of ourselves. Yeah. And I think we all by now understand the importance of doing that. Mm-hmm. And I think then the next level to that is understanding and we say it like self-care doesn't look the same every day. Right. Like, and we, yeah. we, we know this intuitively, like sometimes you need something to that. And it, it kind of like demystifies a little bit like, yeah. Oh yeah. Leading up to my period, that self-care is going to look so, so different, different than the self-care in the phase I'm in right now upon like coming to ovulation. Yeah. yeah. And it just feels like truly like the ultimate, ultimate way to take care of ourselves, Mm -hmm. like allowing our bodies to do what they're designed to do. Yeah. And how much like ease comes with that? Yeah. Like it doesn't, it just sound like so, it just sounds like beautiful and harmony and like on my in list for 2023, I put like anything to do with Avatar and like this to me is a lot to do with Avatar. Avatar yeah. I think of like them being connected to Awa and nature and like putting their thing, connecting yes. their things and like, don't fight it. You've got to be relaxed yeah. and like, you've like got to be in tune with 
Yeah, the oh, rhythm. Just yeah, being less rigid. Like we are not robots, mm-hmm. and we are not just smaller sized men. Yeah. So another ref. I haven't read her book yet, but Dr. Stacy Sims. I've listened to a lot of her podcast, and she, I, I think, more or less coined the term "women are not small men." Yeah. She wrote the book Roar, um, and she's got another book that just came out, but. She has been pushing for and trying to do a lot more of the research in women in terms of like, especially athletic women. And she goes, I define an athlete or mm. a woman, I, an athletic woman is anyone that like moves. Intentionally so. exercises, yes, right? Yeah. Yes. Intentionally exercises. Is yes. an athlete. Yeah. So she, I mean, I'm really excited to like go down that path and like yep. learn more from her because she, you know, is embodying through her workouts like yeah you shouldn't be doing a hit workout every day no you shouldn't should not and not not only cycling like not only like should you not it is you are actively working against yourself Mm -hmm. so i the other podcast series Mm -hmm. that i just finished is called 28 ish Days later. later. Kayla sent this to me as well. I'll put this one up. This is a really cool concept. There's literally 28 episodes in the series and everyone is like day one, day two Mm -hmm. of your cycle. Some of them are quick, like some of them are 15, 20 minutes. Some of them go a little bit longer, Um, but they're basically talking about what's happening every kind of day of your cycle. And they had this woman on, what's her name? Uh, Dr. Stacey Sims. Yes. They had her on. And then they had the Your Brain on Birth Control Lady, too, Yep, right? they had yeah, Your Brain, yes. And um, so before before we kind of get into some specifics, I'm feeling the need to kind of, like, back up and, like, break it down a little bit so yes. people kind of are, like, fully understanding <laughs> what we're talking about and following. So this journey that we're on right now is really to align, I think of it simplistically as, like, aligning my food my movement and my lifestyle mm-hmm. with the four different phases of our cycle. Yes. So which men, correspond with the cascade of hormone production yes. related to that ovulation and then implantation if that is the goal. Right. Or not the goal. Right, right. Um so, you know, I mentioned earlier, men operate on a 24-hour circadian rhythm. Mm-hmm. Their hormones operate on that 24-hour rhythm. So testosterone comes up in the morning yep. and, like, kind of, like, falls off during the day and yep. how they feel and, you know, corresponds to that. Women follow that cycle as well, like that 24-hour cycle. Yep. But in addition to that 24-hour cycle, we have a 28-ish day cycle. So we have like two clocks that we're working with. Yeah. She, uh, uh, Alyssa coins it or calls it the infradian rhythm. Yeah. Um, and then there's also, and I forget the term, Stevie actually referred to it in your guys. Yeah. It's like also smaller little microcosm cycles right. throughout the day. Yeah. So there's like three rhythms we're working on. So right. It sounds complex. Right. It is. And I think it's just like, you know, a lot of our society and culture and like how our world is organized and what the world expects of us operates from a 24 24 hour day. Yeah. 24 hour cycle. Yeah. And so if it sounds like, uh, you know, like how have we not known about this? Is this new, new research, whatever? Like, yes, a lot of the research is new from like 2018 on from what I've been hearing. Um, and also it's like our world just hasn't operated that way. Right. Like, it, it 
I don't know, for better. Well, and two, I think there was also just such a big push for birth, like hormonal, like the pill or oral contraceptives for so long. Like we see this in a lot of areas of medicine where like medicine just surges. Mm. Like it's just, wow, you know, peaks off. And obviously there's a lot of money in that for companies. Yeah. So, you know, not to say you're not following this if you are on a hormonal birth control pill, but not quite as much. It's right. harder to kind of lean into and to observe some of these happenings because, you know, the pill is essentially then creating that hormonal pathway for you. Right. So, you know, I don't want to say that the world didn't need to, but we were definitely operating out of a space where it wasn't yeah, as necessary. But um, I think, too, women, like our age women, are just, like, coming up to a point where we're, like, we are fucking burnt out. And we're trying so hard. And we are not getting anywhere. And it's, like, this collective, like, I cannot keep beating my head against the wall. I cannot keep beating my head against the wall. Yeah. Yeah. So what's interesting is Alyssa Alyssa and I think one of her partners do so much consulting with workplaces on Mm -hmm. being able to mirror schedules with women's cycles mm-hmm. and like honoring that and being, you know, productive and efficient and things based on that. When it is like honoring to do so. Yeah. So yeah. let's, so, so that's kind of what we're saying. You know, we're, we honor both, we live by both a 24 hour clock and a 28 day clock. Well, we're going to say 28 days for our purpose just because it's easy, but obviously it could be a little bit more, a little bit less. Um, and so it, Alyssa, I believe starts her cycle calculation the day after, after you're, you're done pe- bleeding, mm-hmm. other um, like sources, medicine, yeah, will will start day one is your the day one of your cycle is the day one of your bleed yeah. of your period. It's easier to measure. It's easier you to know. measure. Boop today. Yep. So for our purposes, I've been going off Alyssa's mm-hmm. when I'm like saying like day one is the first day I'm not bleeding anymore, and so if we think about that the four cycles so that so like first day you're not bleeding is the follicular phase mm-hmm. and this is about a week ish yep 7 to 10 days 7 yeah. to 10 days ish um following follicular is ovulation which is like 4 to 6 whatever yeah um really i mean ovulation is like one day it's day. one moment yeah. but it's like the time leading up to the release of the egg ovulating and then you know the couple days where the day the egg hangs out for like one day right Mm -hmm. it's like 24 hours um you know you can get pregnant the sperm can live inside you up to five days so you think about you drop an egg you know when you've had some sperm in your body to be (laughs) fertile that's your fertile window after ovulation is luteal luteal. that's about 10 to 14 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then starts menstruation, your period. Tw- over those 28 days, you start over again. Kayla and I have found that we really like referring to the phases as seasons. seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, spring. Spring is, is follicular. follicular. Yeah. We're going to come up with some funnier, great, good names for these, like... I don't know. They they have like like um this is like the build phase. Mm-hmm. They've, they've talked about that and and if you really just think of like what does spring evoke in you? 
when you hear it. Like it's like flowers are budding and yes, you're getting starting new things. Excitement is building. Like we know you're feeling light, yeah, refreshed. Yeah, yeah. You have energy. Like energy is building. You're out of winter. You're 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 kind. Yeah, you're building that excitement. When your estrogen starts off at a low low level and estrogen starts to build, so like. Estrogen is like the sexy, like feel good energy. Um, It's a catabolic hormone. It's Mm -hmm. a building hormone. It's like, yeah, we, our society like prizes the characteristics that estrogen brings Mm -hmm. is how I think of it. Yeah, truly. Um, And yeah, so like spring follicular, like you're building. So if you think about like food wise, um, you talk a little bit more about, you know more about the... Yeah, so the food in that phase, again, still kind of learning on this. And I did actually screenshot some of the charts from the book because I was like... Well, uh, I've, so I've, I'm in that, I'm in this phase and I'm coming out. So I know like what I've done. And, and this is important to say, like the last thing that I want this to be for me is like this regimented way do. of living. Yeah, yeah. It's, and, and I don't think that this is like, this is you know, the way to do it and I'm implementing these rules and I'm going to live by them. Like I am really letting myself be curious about it and mm-hmm. like little tiny changes here yeah, and there. Like it's a lot of information <clears throat> yeah. because and I feel comfortable doing that and not an all or nothing approach. Cause I'm like, dude, I've got a lot of cycles ahead of me. Yeah. Like we have a lot, I have a lot of time to work through this. This is not like, a, I need this to, you know, be this one quick fix in my first cycle or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I just, that, mentality doesn't exist it's not like a paleo or a keto where you're like you gotta be all in or like you know what I mean so at least for this phase like food wise um I've been eating broccoli I've been eating carrots I'm doing the seed cycle the seed portion so Mm -hmm. the first half of my cycle flaxseed and pumpkin Pumpkin seed seed. I put it in my oatmeal every morning um what else have I been doing I haven't oh grapefruit Okay. Fermented yeah. foods. For a lot of fermented foods. Yeah. It's good time for pickles. Yes. Sauerkraut, <laughs> olives, all those Kimchi. different things. Kimchi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the first phase. It's like spring fresh. You know, they even, she does kind of equate to, you know, this first season, even like raw foods, crunchy foods, mm-hmm. fermented, as well as like lighter cooking methods like steaming or sauteing. Mm-hmm. Just so like spring, just, how you would think yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. And for workouts, like I've been feeling good in my workouts. Mm-hmm. So like we're, we're pushing it a little bit. Yep. I'm coming up into like ovulation this week. Um, when this podcast comes out, I will have already ovulated. Um, <laughs> and so like and Johnny, I mean, Johnny is going to know more about this. <laughs> it's like, in terms of like knowledge share, it's like yeah. Kayla and I know a lot, and then Johnny knows right below us because yeah. <laughs> he's getting hit from it at all sides, at home and at work. Like he yeah. cannot escape cycle sinking. Yeah. Um, which I mean, he's like really open to it. Yeah, like he yeah. want like obviously he wants to support his clients and right, like do right. what's best for them. Yeah. Um. So like this week, which he, is he like leaned into like he can. The second you open the door, he's like, I know what kind of workout it is, but now he'll just know why. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. He, yeah, he can, he can pick up on it. Yeah. And now he'll have some like signs to back up why he can pick (laughs) up on it. Um, But he was like for workouts this week in my ovulation, he's like, it's going to be hell week. I'm like, it can be it like, let me push it. I'm going to have the energy. Yeah. Because like after spring comes summer. Summer. Yeah. And it's like, I've, it, 
on one of the, you know, with the lifestyle, it said like, this is the time to schedule your meetings to like have that sit down with your boss and try like, new things. Try, yeah. And like, really just like, this is, you know, social, put yourself out there, do yep. your speaking engagements, yep. get those sorts of things out there. Cause you're feeling like you're most like out there type. Yes. And, you know, that's met with, I would say similar type foods. Um, yeah. I, I wish that, and I'll do deeper dive on this. I, you know, the the su- the spring to summer to me like some of the different fruits and vegetables that she switches I'm not I'm I'm sure it's the vitamin content yeah and like the different enzymatic processes that's happening and this yeah. book isn't doesn't need to go into that kind of level right I'm just more interested in you it. you are interested um, yeah but because she does also have a supplement regimen that uh-huh. goes along with this yeah and I'm curious about yeah. those but not necessarily like buying her thing it's more just like. Yeah, magnesium, B vitamins, certain things like right. that, omegas, right. yes, all very helpful. Yeah, um, and for certain reasons, but yeah, and it's like since estrogen is rising at this point, like mm-hmm. you don't want to eat estrogen heavy food. foods. So there's not a lot of soy yeah. and yeah. like Frankly, miso. Kind of get rid of those. You don't need it. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're, if, yeah. because as much as we're talking, like estrogen is this like babe of a hormone. It can be too much of a good you thing. Can be too much, and that's when in some cases you know, you have a little bit of a longer cycle because you can't excrete the estrogen and mm-hmm. your progesterone is having a harder time to rise. Yeah. So yeah. At, after the ovulation, then we switch over the cycle sinking to, um, what is it? A this, table or seed, seed cycling. Se- yeah. It's, so this will be like, yeah, after ovulation will be like the second half of your cycle is yep. kind of how, how yep. I'm thinking of it. Yep. So then a tablespoon of sunflower seeds and then sesame seeds. Yep. Which um, I haven't done that yet, but that'll be my next oatmeal thing. You'll get there. Yeah. You might have to do salads. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. Or just grab Smoothies, a handful. Something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then like in the summer, again, still like the light and the fresh foods. But then when we get into the luteal phase, it's more of autumn. autumn. Yeah. Cozy. And warmer, cozier foods. You, you know, go inside. Sweet you potatoes like potatoes. Yeah. And roasted acorn squash. and You become more introspective mm-hmm. you're like you know you're not as prone to social activities yep. because you want to kind of like reflect and prepare and like re- you start that like resting yeah because yeah. winter is you coming could be yeah winter is coming or right or your body could be preparing for to house a yeah embryo a baby which was interesting what a, I, it was the your your brain on birth control book which i need to renew at the library but it was interesting because it does talk about the implantation. I don't know why I can't say that word. The implementation? Im- implant- implantation. Yes. Not into the uterine wall is meant to be a really hard process. Like everything is set up for it to not like, take. To not take or to like really make sure that you are ready. Oh, interesting. It's like you think the uterus is this like soft, pillowy, cushiony, mm-hmm. like, you know, housing the embryo. But it's yeah. like. No, this is a harsh environment. It doesn't want, you know, this to implant and survive if it's not ready to. Yes. If it, the conditions are not right. Yep. No, there's like, I think it's a 25% chance that it won't, even if they fertilize. Yeah. You know. It won't stick to the wall, yeah. basically. Yeah. So our body so is so smart. Our body is so smart. Like, we haven't even gotten, like, in ovulation alone, like, what happens when you are going to ovulate? Like, yeah. You smell different. Yeah. Your face symmetry enhances. You 
your brain matter changes. Mm -hmm. You have more firing connections within your brain. Like you literally become like smarter and savvier and you're more communicative. You, your, your language skills are enhanced. Like everything is like drawn to be like, you are going to have sex. How do you have sex? You like look at partners differently. Differently. Yeah. They perceive you differently. Differently. (laughs) It's wild. And so then you get into this. You have so much energy. (laughs) Where you're like, oh my God. Where then as us coming into and learning this process, we'd be like, oh my gosh, we can't wait for ovulation. But it's really like you do have to lead into the other phases to get there and to fully exhibit and emanate that. So it's like. You can't really have the high without the low and the low without the high. Like I am like it. really reframing this because I think people on the surface will see first half of the cycle positive. Yeah. Spring, summer, we love Great. it. Yeah. Second half, ooh, fall, winter, not into it. But it's like you can't you can't have one without mm-hmm. the other. And like literally as a metaphor for life, I'm like it's it's honestly helping me enjoy right now the winter more. more. Yeah. Because I'm like, this is all part of a cycle and a process and like yep. everything. It just it just allows me to like have this like air of acceptance mm-hmm. more so than like fighting like, oh, I don't want it to be winter. Yeah. Well, and you just got back too from um, Copenhagen and it's, they really lean into like, yeah, it's freaking cold outside, mm-hmm. but like you just like nestle up and you make your little cozy corner of your yeah. room and you just enjoy it and like you know spring is coming and, and what I, did uh what's her face say at the at the yoga um we did the oh, solstice yoga shoot. what was her line it was like release it was something you don't about, always have to try so hard the light is coming yeah and it's like yeah like just yeah just like let go you know it's gonna come you know it's gonna come so and there's and there's just like benefits to each each phase each mm-hmm. season of our cycle like yep. that you know it like that rest, there's nothing, there's no world that exists that there's always this producing yeah, part. Yeah, it it no. just, in nature, like it just, there's not a time when you're constantly producing. producing like you yeah. need the downtime. The you need the rest. rest. Yeah. Yeah. So as you would expect then, right, like after ovulation, you can, there's so much going on. If you are all at all interested you gotta listen to these podcasts. Yeah, yeah. twenty-eight days ish later is it's a good one. And amazing. Then it's produced um, the BBC, so they mm-hmm. all have like very charming accents. And yeah, they get little clips from women who are like, "Yeah, it's day four. And you know, honestly, I think both of us also to kind of speak to that in, in our um, last menstruation, we both noticed like you do start to get your energy back. And it's like, oh, yeah, some days yeah. you might not feel good on your period, but other days it's like. We were doing a Saturday workout and yep. I would, we were doing bursts and I just remember one point at the skier and I was like, whoa, like I feel amazing. Yeah. This is coming back. Like, oh yeah. Here we go. Oh, I great. this past Saturday. So my, like it was, you know, a good time for me to be doing a hit workout, mm-hmm. which is what our workouts look like on Saturdays. And I was having like the best time. Mm-hmm. Like I know, like noticeably felt so good. Yeah. And I was like, this feels, this feels right. This feels like I'm supposed to do. Yeah. But, you know, the second half, workouts should be much less Lower intense. intensity. And I think this... Deloading, yeah. Yeah. And they have said a lot where, like, a, a nap is a workout. Like, yeah. literally take where you would put a workout in your day and nap. Yep. Like, towards, towards the very end, like, right when you're about to, like, start your period. 
Like you need to rest. So much so you mentioned that your metabolism speeds up in the second part of your cycle. So you need about 300 more calories a day, which any, like I absolutely feel hungrier as I'm approaching my period. I think many people can, like that is an a feeling that we have. One of my old roommates and I would always be like, oh my God, tapeworms here today. Like, I don't get it. And, and then that's met with this like feeling of like... I can't honor that. I can't I have honor to... that or I need to work out because I feel this, you know, and it's like, no, no, no. Your body's doing the work, trust me. Your body's doing what it's supposed to do and not only like are we causing ourselves like mental stress by thinking like, oh, I'm so hungry yeah. and I know I'm on a diet and I know I can't eat that much right now because my diet says not to. But that not meeting your ba- body's extra caloric needs during that time yeah. signals stress. Yeah. And that throws off your, your whole yeah. cycle immensely. Yeah. Your body's Doing- then not going to expend energy to try to, you know, burn fat. No, it's going to suppress what's going on because it's like I don't have the extra here what am I gonna do yeah Yeah. and if you're doing hard workouts at that time your body again is saying oh my god this is so stressful like this is not at all what I like need to be doing or should be doing and I'm gonna signal stress the one thing that I wanted to talk about and I took notes on this because it was so fascinating to me because it's something that really hit home I hear a lot of people myself included before were very much into like time restricted eating, mm-hmm. intermittent fasting. Right now everyone is talking about intermittent fasting, right? Yeah. And I yeah. There are a lot of people that are like I feel so good on it. Yeah. Every source that is we've talked to or listened absolutely to. Absolutely not. Yeah. It for menstruating women, for, for menstruating men, women. For men and for women that aren't menstruating, yeah. intermittent fasting is great. Yeah, I think what it was either Alyssa or someone else was she was like, yeah, the second I'm postmenopausal, you better believe I'm going to do intermittent fasting or, you know, yeah, intuitive eating to a degree like yeah. But, but for a menstruating woman, it is actually the worst thing that you can do for yourself. It does not work for women. So what it does is it it, it raises anxiety levels for mm. one. But if we even add exercise to intermittent fasting. So right now, then you're doing like a fasted training situation, which I know a lot of people listening, myself included, I was all about that fasted training. So you're not having nutrition come in Mm -hmm. before your training. So instead of increasing signals to burn fat, that whole biological process of not eating and training when you're not eating for a menstruating woman, woman mutes the signal and women end up burning fat less during exercise and burning fat less at rest after exercise. Yeah. It does the exact opposite that what you want it to do. Yep. And I would really challenge people that say like, well, I feel really good on it to like really examine one. I mean, what is the feel? What, what is that feeling? I know right now I am trying at, about to be 35 years old to even so many days I struggle to be like, how am I feeling? Mm-hmm. What do I need to do? Like I am just now trying to tap into that. That is, you know, years of conditioning and programming and whatever. And so I, I said this before we started recording, right? Like I remember being like, I feel so good when I intermittent fast. Yeah. Well, really what I think it was, was I just felt good because I was skinny at that time. It was not at all like an actual, am I tapping into like 
how am I feeling? Like, how is my biology and like everything feeling? Yeah. Because science tells us not good. Yeah. The opposite. It's telling you to store fat. Like I felt betrayed when I heard this. Yeah. I was like, motherfucker. That's where so the grieving it's, it's comes wild. in. It's, yeah, and it does also, you know, mention about the cortisol release, how, you know, you're at this, you know, it's, you're stressed. It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, Listen, you, you guys got to listen. This is what I would recommend if you're like, okay, we get it. We want to learn next? more. Yeah. I would recommend starting with the episode that we started with, mm-hmm. which is the... Live Purely podcast with Alyssa Vitti. I would yeah. recommend starting with that. And you're going to hear that episode. You're going to hear that episode and you're going to be like, okay, I have to buy the book. Mm-hmm. And so then I recommend you buy the book called In the Flow. And you read that book. Yep. I'm reading she, it right now. She'll talk about her 28-day program and different apps and things. I've read reviews on her app. It's not good. I signed up for the free trial of the 28-day program to see what it would get. It's not, it's not, I don't think, Meh, it's not worth the money. But I did download all the, oh yeah, the, the PDFs and charts and things, and those are helpful to kind of reinforce, and even just to create like some sort of the log book so also you can gives you charts, charts. and guides yep. and yep. exercise recipes. Yep. It gives you recipes. Yep. It gives you yep. which I think a lot of that guides resources. Yeah, it gives you a lot, the, and yeah. there's like an online component as well yep. that you can get more. So I would say, yeah, do, podcast book. Listen to the podcast. It's a long, it's a long series, but yeah. it's so informative. Twenty-eight ish days, days later. later, and sometime throughout that, also listen to Glennon Doyle's diagnosis and what's next because I think it ties it together. For me, there was kind of the, like I felt it in my bones. I wanted to do this. Like I felt really compelled and strongly oriented to the idea. And then listening to Glennon's podcast, it was like, oh. This is like kind of like why. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm there's like I'm shackled a little bit and this is like liberating Breaking free from that yeah. and being able to like trust fall almost. Yeah. That that is the that is the big thing. It was like we've been taught that we cannot trust ourselves as women. Mm. Our bodies are unpredictable. Who knows what's gonna happen? Who yeah. knows how we're gonna feel? It's different all the time. Like, we don't know if we eat this thing, could we gain weight? Could we not gain weight? Like, how, like it's just, there's there's no, like, decision-making that we have with our bodies. Like, yeah. it seems it was, like, it's taken away so young. And this kind of, like, it brings it back to, like, yeah. no, I can have the power to, like, listen to my body. Yeah. And feed and move mm, and, nourish and orient itself work. in the world. Yeah. Um. So. So what have you what have you done? Done right now. Yeah, what are you doing? So similar to you, you know, kind of was like, should I like wait a little bit? Or you know, when does when does it start? How does it start? So with you know, kind of starting the new year, it's kind of like okay, this is a refresh, mm-hmm. like and like a just a such a different new year though than like most new years. I also know? feel the same way. I totally do. I think the energy was wonky and yeah. weird. I yeah. feel like my cells are new and rearranged. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's hit 2023 is hitting different. Yeah. So for for starters, I'm actually just like in my planner. We talked about like day one F, day two F. In day, my like, on my calendar, keeping, I mapped 
Yeah. The phases. So, Color-coded them. So I know. The, yeah. Yeah. And then I also have the the one, actually, the app that you recommended, the Glow app. And That's I'll track yeah. symptoms in there, BBT, um, that's basal body temperature for those yep. that might not know that. Our lingo. Uh-huh. Um, and then I've, you know, I, I've, I've, I had done the seed cycling in the past, but I think restarting that now within eating, you know, more mm-hmm. with this is also going to help. So I started doing that again and then just trying to pick like one food. Yeah. You know, one that, vegetable. Yeah, or that's what I... the way yeah. of eating and kind of mimicking that yeah. way and really listening to like... Um, and not like tracking foods or anything, but being like, okay, you know, I had breakfast two hours ago and I pretty much eat a lot of the same things for breakfast and lunch most Mm -hmm. days of the week. So I know like if I eat this constitution Mm -hmm. of whatever, I'll feel pretty good for three out three, four hours. But if I don't, for some reason, then maybe looking at why or why not or what I, yeah, but, um, so that's kind of been with that. I've also, I've one week caffeine free or very, very low caffeine free. Congratulations. That's Thank very you. impressive. You deserve a lot of recognition for that. That's <laughs> yeah. very difficult. Yeah, give Good Johnny some for you. applause too because it was a tough week. So of course a couple it different is. people in my life have stopped caffeine recently and, you know, for everyone for a host of different reasons. I listened to Melissa Giambrone on here mm-hmm. talk about her, you know, stopping it and her withdrawal and yep. not being able to sleep with it. And I was like, yeah. a little bit worried with that. Um, but it was, I think it was in this book that they talk about some of the caffeine disruptions. Yeah. Hormones. And, yeah. you know, if we think about it, a lot of women, when they are pregnant, they either stop or give up or dramatically right. reduce right. or don't drink Diet Coke or this right. or that. And I'm like, yeah, well, if you're not doing it when you're pregnant, why yeah. is it healthy for me? Or why is it the best thing I could be doing for myself right mm-hmm. now? Not that I'm doing everything that could be the best for myself. No, I'm definitely not. I mean? Like, yeah, but you know. There's certain things I like about coffee, but also, at the end of the day, like, ugh. Yeah, you're I, just re-examining your relationship yeah, with I'm it. Like, Yeah, I'm like, I don't know if I, like, I love a warm beverage and I love, you know, some of the stuff that I add into it or whatever, but I'm like, hmm, like, if I can do the same things without it and maybe feel good and, you know, not have that, then that's great. Yeah. So, days one through four were really tough. Yes. Friday, Saturday, Sunday were all way better. Yeah. Good. And now you're you're feeling better. I'm feeling better. That's great. Yeah. So that's really good. Okay. So you're you're incorporating a few, lining up a few foods, yep. a, a fruit, a vegetable. Yep. I'm doing similar. I'm like taking a fruit, a few vegetables, a fruit. I'm I'm paying attention to the protein. I'm also yep. not stressing myself yep. out, out yep. about it too much. And they mentioned that in this chart too, like proteins. You know, again, they encourage certain ones at certain times, but it's like. Just use them interchangeably. Like, don't, yeah. Please don't get. Yeah, don't get hung that. up. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm trying not to become too hung up on that. I think the biggest changes for me were, are really going to be around my social calendar. Mm-hmm. So, like, really honoring the second half of like, yeah. keep well, it close to that, home, and that'll be the biggest, I think, difference in learning point is like, I think historically, I had always thought when I'm on my period, you know it's okay to lay down and not do anything. But like never in that, you know, week leading up to it. Yeah, right. I thought I would be and messy. Like the... But I never equated it to like that's when I can, you know, internalize a little bit more mm-hmm. and switch up what that self-care looks like. Yeah. It just, yeah. 
And I th- and the I think the biggest one though is probably going to be the workouts. Yeah. Because I am like before it was just like I do the same thing. Yeah. I go to the same intensity. I you know it was just very static, and so I'm just going to really pay more attention to being like, hey, if you're like, don't do anything. Yep. Stretch. And, yep. Stretch. Lay down. And we know we've said this. I know I've said probably said this on the podcast a lot too. But like, the workout, the work doesn't come in the workout yeah it you know the all of the gains or the you know improvements come from the time after the workout right when you rest and relax and yeah you know refuel and recharge yeah and and before it would be you know i'd say that like oh i'm gonna rest in my body but now that i know that i'm actively hurting myself mm-hmm. like i'm actively doing something that's causing harm to my body yeah. that's like flip the switch for me mm-hmm. where now I'm like okay I have like it's really liberating and kind of like removing this guilt and like yeah. there's nothing to feel guilty about like I don't care what anyone anything. society what anyone's saying to me I know like scientifically to be true this is what I need to do to optimize my bodily function so like that's what I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna do, do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so um I was trying to think of what yeah, so I'm mar- I, I'm tracking it on my. I've always tracked on the Glow app, but I put it on my actual calendar now, so I can clearly see when see I'm it. scheduling meetings, yeah. appointments, uh, workout, you know, anything. I live and die by my calendar, and so like this is like okay, well, this is great. Now I can kind of like get get it more in tune, more with, in tune with that my yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. Um, we, I think that you sh- we should do this like I don't think we have to say like every single month or whatever but like we should come in for like a regular check in yeah, yeah. and then I want to hear from people okay so if people are like interested in continuing this conversation like do we do like a Facebook group I don't like a Facebook group do we do like a WhatsApp Instagram chat, chat. There's gr- you can Inst- do groups you can on do, Instagram you can do groups no. on Instagram okay so DM um, me or Kayla or like text it, whatever. However, yeah. you can get a hold of us. You know how to get a hold of us. And we just get, we I I especially feel like I gave a lot of DMI, but not. So don't feel like even if you've never spoken to us, you can't reach out. Please. Oh reach out. yeah, yeah. Please like, no. Please reach out. We we want to know. We're obsessed. We're obsessed, and I don't know. I just it's just the the more again the more we talk about it, the more we normalize it, and like resonate it's just it's i just don't want to see us banging our heads against the wall like yeah, i yeah. like i just saw something that millennials are the most stressed gener like the most stressed people of like all the anything combined and then on top of that millennial women are like the most burnout the most stressed the most anxiety riddled and like we have everything working against us yeah. like what we're talking about right now is like lining up our hormones there are so many hormone disruptors in our everyday environment. The water bottles we drink, the sof- the cell phones we touch, the fabric in our cars. Like literally everything is out there to disrupt our hormones. So like it's not it's it's tough. And yeah. I think like these kind of I'm not ready to go fully down that rabbit hole. Life's, yet. No, trying. no, we don't have We're to. Trying. We don't have to do that yet. But no, we'll get there. These lifestyle changes and I just think Again, I'm going to go fucking back to Avatar and I'm going to go back to like... Yeah, second piece of homework, go see go Avatar see, Take three and a half hours out of your day yeah, and go see yeah. Avatar. Um, but it's like all comes back to like, you know, what, like how would we have lived? We would have like lived in community. Yeah. Women would have like been together and like working through this and like helping each other and talking about it. Yeah. And that just like feels like right and good to me. Mm-hmm. 
So I want to like just, you know, offer it to anyone who wants to come along this journey with us. We don't, who know, we don't know what we're doing. No. We kind of do though. We've read a lot. We've listened to a lot of podcasts. And I would say too, we are modern day experts (laughs) by modern day standards. Even initially the seed cycling, like when I kind of talk about that with, you know, some others, it's like, that sounds intimidating. How would I even add it? So it's just like different ideas ideas sharing. And now I'm like, yeah, it's basically like I have a bag or a pouch of that where I go. And if I don't add it to my breakfast, throw it on a salad or like, you know, it's just, so, you know, it does get I want to hear people's ideas and like, or like, hey, I, Kayla and I have like created this dream world where like we talk to each other and we're like, what's it's it's commonplace to be like, what season are you in? Yeah. Like, wh- where yeah. are where can I Could meet be you? What's as going on? Common as like sharing an enneagram, right? At work. Like, how like, are you? Yeah. What season are you in? Mm. We would have so much. We could like gather. We could have so much empathy and understanding for everyone. Mm-hmm. So this is just the first, first of step of our journey. Yep. We're excited to keep you all updated and we want to hear from you um, on how we can come together in this moment, in this cycle sinking. I will, I wish there was a better word. We'll come up. CS or CS. I don't know. I don't, I don't like, I don't. CC, the CC, the cycle click. No. I kind of like that. I like, I like alliteration. I like something with the moon. They talk, we could have a whole separate episode about the moon. But but I was re like, I was reassured to hear she was like, don't feel like you have to cycle with the moon. Like, no, that's no, no. Not, like, There's actually not really substantial evidence that points in that, that it either way. It doesn't. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But we could be like the moon, the moon chicks, <laughs> the moon girlies. The moon girlies. The over, the, I don't know, the over, oh, over achieveries. We're going to think on this. If you have any ideas, um, yeah. reach out. But Kayla, thank you for coming in partnership with me on this. Thank you for having me. Wait, what's, wait what season are you in? Spring. You're in spring. Yeah, I'm in spring going into summer. I know yeah. we're a little lined up, so that's nice. I, I was telling Johnny, I'm like, the one thing that's going to suck, though, is once all the girlies are doing this, like, well, you know, once we're all yeah. getting on this, what if we, we have different, our seasons don't line up. Like there's a couple people that are like, I'm in summer, let's go out. And someone else is like, I just got to winter. I, I cannot go out with you. So that becomes, it makes sense why naturally women all sync up because yeah, you want to yeah, be on, yeah. you want to be, you know, doing yeah, so on the same, riding the same wave together. Just so have the spring and summer people come over to our houses and just like look at us for a little while. Yeah. We're like laying down. Like, yeah. <laughs> we'll figure you, do, you guys hang out over there. Just be near me. And then. <laughs> It like becomes like all serious. Like you only hang out with the people yeah. that are in your season. Well, no, they can come to you, so then yeah, you so can you then rub leave. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's good. Okay. Um, okay. All right. Well, excited for this. Was that, was that three hours? That was three hours long. Um, no, but and almost an hour and a half. So wow. these are getting long these days. Yeah. But it's okay. I'm I'm into it. Yep. I'm into it. All right. Thank yep. you so much. I love you all. Goodbye.